is out there operating without any decent restraint, totally beyond the pale of any acceptable human conduct. CBR Street Gang, standing by, over. Charging a man with murder in this place was like handing out speeding tickets at the Indy 500. Well, we got a lot to talk about today on Speaking Out. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's good to have you here. We're going to be talking about what the Irish are doing, a strange story out of Ireland. I'll give you a hint. They want to get rid of the word mother. Yeah, that's interesting. Also, Cam Edwards from the Second Amendment Foundation. There is a flurry of activity, of anti-gun activity, amiss in the state of Virginia. And Cam is not only a resident of that great state, but he's also got firsthand knowledge on what Governor Yunkin is dealing with, with a Democrat legislature. And it has to do with protecting the Second Amendment. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Also, Michael Letts will be joining us. Uh, to discuss uh, the latest at the border. And, of course, we know that both uh, President Trump and President Biden uh, visiting the southern border. Interesting that that Biden decided to go to Brownsville and Eagle Pass, which is where much of the activity is going on. That's where they got the barbed wire fence. That's where they got the Texas National Guard. And that's where Trump went. And then the spokesperson for the White House came out JPF, uh, JP, you know, why, why do I not remember her name? You know what it is? When I don't like somebody, I don't remember their name because I don't like them. That's why you'll hear me once in a while. I'll, oh, what's that person's name? It's probably because I don't like them. You know, Kaylee McEnany, lover. Dana Perino, lover. Jean-Pierre, I can't remember the last name. Damn it. It's because I don't like her, because I don't trust her, because she lies. Yesterday, her big lie was that the president got a clean bill of health. In fact, his health is so good that the doctor said, you look too young to be 81. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but my sources tell me that when you're on narcotics, you have to visit the doctor by law every 90 days. It's true. If you know somebody who is on medication, whether they're uppers or downers, either way blood flows, as the song goes, it's probably likely that Biden visited his doctor because he is on a cocktail of drugs that are considered narcotics, and he probably needed to get a refill. Because did you see how alert he was? Oh, he was just a jokester. Yeah, my doctor said that I... I, I look too young to be 81. And he was vibrant and his skin was tight. And he didn't announce that he was going. You know, nobody knew that he had to go. I don't know if it was for his... I think, I believe, maybe somebody will tell me if I'm wrong. But I believe that President Biden went to see his doctor because he needed a refill of whatever it is that gets him up in the morning, keeps him alert. You know, he's right. No one is above the law, and that includes the president. When you need to refill your prescriptions, and those prescriptions might have some class two drugs involved with them, then you know that's probably what he did. And he sure looked good, dude. Did he look happy? Here's a man who's licking on ice cream. He's going on. He gets to be a celebrity. He loves that. That's what the thing about Biden. He loves. I'll probably forget his name when he's out of office. But one man who never gets an opportunity to really defend himself, I know you're going to laugh at me when I say this, 
But 90% of the media we know is corrupted and on the take, and they, they do a good job at protecting the government. They're basically the propaganda arm of the United States government. We all know this. And so it's their sworn duty and allegiance to the president that anything that makes Biden look good and Trump look bad, that's okay with us. I'm going to write a letter. To, I was thinking about this. I'm going to write a letter to David Muir and Kim, I think it's Kim Reynolds. Kim runs the, she's the president of ABC World News. And I'm going to write them a letter and I'm going to appeal to them uh, sort of on a journalistic level because I've been in radio journalism and I've been in news media for a long, long time. And one of the, the earmarks of a good journalist is that you always have to check your sources. It's the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why. And you have to be objective. You can't take sides. But we know that ABC and NBC and CBS, they take sides all the time. They're guilty of omission. They'll not report things that you should know about. For a long time, they didn't even want to report on the Hunter Biden case. They won't report on anything that negatively impacts COVID-19 vaccine intake. They won't report on vaccine effects or the fact that over 2 million people have reported vaccine effects. They won't report that because they can't. They're not able to. And they think we don't know. That's the thing. They think that we are buying it. And so my letter will start off, Dear David, do you know that we know that you're lying to us? When you do those uh, on the index stories on ABC News, just like a hand-picked story. But you notice they're always the same story. An oppressed person, mostly a minority, people come together and they rally. You know, somebody made a really good point the other day. There's this NC2A, I told you about this, NC2A uh, basketball player. She's white and she is killing it. She is one of the best performing female athletes in college today, basketball. She's six feet but she's white. And so the press never talks about her because you can't, I'm, I don't want to sound like, you know, one of those people, but it's important to note. And in this letter, I would say you never report on vaccine injuries. Are there no vaccine injuries, David? Don't you think that the American public has a right to know about vaccine injuries? Why did the Senate hold conference hearings on it? Why did they have people come up and testify before the Senate? talking about adverse vaccine effects that we talk about on this program often. And you didn't think that was worthy of the news? You didn't think that was worthy to note that over 2 million people have had negative effects? Many of them died from the vaccines that were provided by the very companies that supply you with billions of dollars a year in advertising? Don't you know that we know you're lying? So I'll write the letter. And I'll send it off. And I'll tell you if they respond. They probably won't. But they have to save it. See, that's the dirty little secret. When you work for a company that is run by the FCC, whether it's a radio station or a television station, you as a citizen have a right to complain. And by law, they have to file that complaint in their public folder. So that when they get their review for the renewal of their license, they read through and they force the company to address the issues that general public have brought up. 
So you damn right I'm going to write those. But I'm not yet sick enough of the lies. I'm not there yet. I'm almost there. But my point to this is that very rarely does Trump ever get an opportunity to defend himself. And I want to give him that opportunity here because he was on, I think it was either last night or yesterday, and he gave what I thought was a very compelling his side of the story because he gets criticized almost every hour on him, more than that, every five minutes. But they never show the other side. They never give him a chance to rebut some of the complaints that he gets. So here's Donald Trump. He's got the floor, and he's going to respond now to all the criticisms. The radical left Democrats are at it again. They're constantly making up stories about me because their candidate is a mental and physical basket case. There's never been anything like it. He's also the worst president in the history of our country. He went on a very poorly rated show last night, and he talked about Donald Trump and his wife. I don't know the name of my wife. He was referring to the fact that at CPAC, where I had a sold-out speech, the biggest audience they've had in years, I think maybe ever, I made the statement that Melania was very popular because when I mentioned her name, the audience went wild. I then looked at the two people, man and wife, Matt and Mercedes Schlapp, and I said, wow, they really like the first lady. So this got taken is the fact that I thought Mercedes was the first lady. It has nothing to do with that. And I should mention that the news media ran with it uh, for a full day was that while Trump was charging that Biden's mental faculties, they reported on it as a slip-up that Donald Trump may also have some faculties missing, which was, of course, as Trump is explaining right now. Now, I'm not being defend defender of Trump. I'm just allowing him to defend himself. Doesn't he have that right? These people are really dishonest. They are absolutely something. They have a horrible candidate who's a horrible president. They make up things constantly. You take a look at when I use Barack Hussein Obama and I interject him into where it's supposed to be Biden, and I do it purposely for comedic reasons and for sarcasm, because a lot of people say that Obama's running the country, not Biden, because he's sleeping all the time. They say, oh, I don't know the name of the president. Or when I imitate this guy getting off a stage, what they do is they say, oh, he had trouble getting off a stage. I have no trouble getting off a stage. Anybody that watches what I do at rallies would say, wow, that's amazing. He can go two hours without a teleprompter, not making even a little mistake. Very few people, maybe almost nobody can do what I do. So here's the story. The disinformation of the Democrats is unbelievable. They do it because they have a horrible candidate. Don't associate me with the mental midget that you portray, because I want to tell you, he should not be leading this country. You've got that right. I'm telling you, this, and it's all hands on deck for the left-wing media. They're going to pounce on Trump, so I think it's only appropriate to allow him to speak for himself. And by the way, I open that to Biden. He wants to come on this program. He's welcomed anytime. Be right back. You're listening to Speaking Out. I'm Jim Watkins, Cam Edwards, and bump stocks. What's going on with the Supreme Court? We'll talk about that in just a moment. (laughs) 